Guess who's back? As you can tell, I'm no longer introducing myself at the beginning of the podcast because like honestly, me being like, hey guys, clearly it's fucking Livy. Like you guys already know that it's me. So why do I need to come on here and say, oh, um, welcome back to Midjay Macho and Livy. Clearly I'm fucking Livy. Honestly, and it was becoming too staged for me it was becoming so unnatural and every time I would edit and listen to it I'd be like god this bitch is annoying and I'm that bitch and I was like I'm like I don't want to do that anymore so I'm just no longer coming on here and introducing myself you know who the fuck I am you're listening to my podcast for a reason and that's just that maybe I'll do a catchy little thing at the beginning of each podcast you know I'll try my hardest but my creativity is not working like that currently so I cannot make any promises to you literally none whatsoever but welcome back ladies and gentlemen I hope everyone had an amazing Christmas mine was filled with COVID test I got fucking violated by COVID test this um holiday season you know but I'll get into that I'm gonna get into all of that all the holidays everything so like I said in my last podcast episode this is the new era this is the new me you know I have absolutely no idea what the fuck that means honestly I just know I don't want to talk about the past anymore and I just want to like you just have free-flowing conversations with myself, apparently, because I'm absolutely insane. So while writing this episode, I was thinking of things, and I was like, okay, what the absolute fuck can I talk about? Because I feel like I haven't updated you guys a lot on the past year of my life. You're like, Livy, didn't you just say you didn't want to talk about the past? But it was just little things that I've taken, okay, from the past year that I've realized. So listen, we all know I don't date. I don't really date at all and I honestly don't want any of my hoes to listen to this because I don't want them to know that so you're like wait 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 you just said you don't date but then you also are saying that you have hoes yes absolutely so everyone has hoes I just don't take any of them seriously I don't see any future with any of them and I genuinely never see them sometimes they're just someone to talk to and that's about it and I don't need them they're just there, okay? They really mean nothing to me. I'm so sorry. I love you, host, but like you'd mean truly nothing to me if you're not an everyday part of my life. And I think that's just like a given. That's just kind of how I operate because I'm like, I have so many other things to be fucking focused on besides literal trash men. Like I just don't have it in me, right? So it's all or nothing with me. It's either like I'm really with someone we're almost dating kind of thing or I genuinely have nobody and I don't take anybody seriously and I'm like you're all pathetic that's about it so like that's that's just kind of how I've always operated I'm always an all or nothing kind of bitch okay you're either gonna get everything with me or you're gonna get absolutely nothing okay and that's just kind of how I am I'm either talking to everybody I'm talking to nobody that's it but my love life recently has been so disgusting I want disgusting as the perfect word to use because I've just there's just been nobody okay no one that I'm truly interested in because my standards are too fucking high but a couple weeks ago this guy was like let me fly you out to Houston I was so fucking bored that I contemplated it I was like why would I not go to Houston with this guy barely 
really didn't have that many conversations. He's like, let me fly you out. And I'm like, you know what? I could use a weekend in Houston. Since he said it, I now can use a weekend in Houston. Never once before did I think I needed to go to Houston for anything. But he's like, let me fly you out. And I'm like, you know what? Could be a vibe. Could be a vibe. This is when I knew I was manic. Because me contemplating the fact that I was okay with getting murdered in exchange for a little bit of excitement in my life, that's how bored I was. I said, fuck my life. Fuck all that I've worked for. Let me get flown out to Houston. Mind you. Like, I know I'm not going to have sex with this man. So what are we going to do? Like, just stare at each other? And he's going to be like, I flew you out. And I'm like, I don't care what you did. I don't care if you flew me private jet, first class, whatever. I'm not sucking anything, sir. This is just us getting to know each other. And so I really contemplated getting flown out. I remember texting my one friend who was living in Houston at the time. And I was like, hey, honestly, like, I might come down this weekend. And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, this guy wants to fly me out. Like, I might as well do it. Barely knew him, but I was like, I'm that fucking bored. I am that bored that I'm going to let this man fly me to Houston. That's how sad my love life has been, okay? I really, I texted my sister. I said, pack my bags. I'm packing my bags. I'm going to Houston. I am going to hang out with this random man. Everyone was like not really for it. Nobody was for it. But that's how bored I was. I was like, let me risk getting murdered raped and sexually trafficked because I'm fucking bored. So that's when I knew my love life was a problem. And I was like, this is an issue you need to focus on yourself, Livy. The fact that I really texted my friend and was like, hey, I might be in Houston this weekend. What? Why, Livy? Why would you let a rando fly you to Houston? Make that make sense. So one thing, I think this is like a disorder I have. I fully have this as a disorder. I get the ick like not normally most people get the ick when like someone does something and it grosses them out or like just little things they're like oh I get the ick from that I get the ick from the randomest things um this one guy I was talking to we were fully hooking up he was the whatever we were talking hooking up and that's it and he told me he wouldn't take me to Mexico and I lost my fucking mind okay but let me explain this I wasn't just like take me to Mexico because I like I would literally never expect someone I'm just talking to to take me to Mexico you know what that's actually a double-edged sword I would expect them to take me to Mexico a hundred percent but I'd be like you're insane like we're not going to Mexico but I would expect them to be like no no I'm gonna take you to Mexico we're going to Mexico and I wouldn't go or I'd pay my way I don't know. You know, in that situation, I would fully expect the guy I'm talking to to be like, let's go to Mexico because, like, that's the type of guy I'm going to be dating. I'm not going to be dating the guy that's like, I don't want to take you to Mexico. And this is when the huge issue came about. Okay? I was not like, let's go to Mexico. You need to take me to Mexico if you want anything from me. No. But, like, I wasn't expecting him to actually take me to Mexico, okay? But we were having a conversation and somehow I got on the topic of Mexico and it was like jokes. It was literally jokes. And I was like, oh my God, Lee, we should go to Mexico. Like it was a joke. I didn't really expect him to take me to Mexico. But if he was like, yes, like go get your passport, bitch. Go get it and we're going to Mexico. I probably would have been like, yeah, okay, like what a vibe. But I wasn't expecting what came next. He flat out was like, no. I lost my fucking mind. I absolutely lost my mind. I was like, why would you not want to take me to Mexico? 
And then I started overthinking. I was like, he's not the one for me if he doesn't want to take me to Mexico right now. I don't see a future with him if he's not going to pack his bags and be eager to take me to Mexico right now. I started getting really mean. I started getting really, really mean to him too. I was like, do I need to pay for the both of us? Because if money's the issue, I got it. I did it. Why? Why would I waste like three grand for a guy that I'm barely talking, that I was actually really talking to? Why would I do that? Literally, why would I do that? So I got started getting rude. I started getting really disrespectful. I was like, money's a problem. Don't worry. I'm rich as fuck. I could take us both to Mexico. I'm, no. Why? I would never fund a trip to Mexico for the both of us. No. But I just said that to be rude. And I was getting really, really mean. Like, why did I say that? I'm literally not funding a trip to Mexico. But his persistence of not going to Mexico made me so upset. Like, drastically, just miserably upset. And I got up from my bed and I was like, no, like, I'm genuinely so turned off right now. Mind you, we're having this conversation in the midst of us hooking up. And I was like, oh, like, ew, like, I got up from my bed. I was like, I'm honestly just, like, so disgusted right now. And I'm, like, out of sorts. And I don't... I don't want to finish the, like finish what I've started because I'm just absolutely kind of like disgusted by your actions right now. He's like, because I won't take you to Mexico. And I'm like, no, it's deeper than that. It wasn't. It was simply the fact that he was like, no, like I'm not. We're not going to go to Mexico. I was absolutely disgusted. I got up. I was like, I think I need to take like a shower. Like this is I'm really feeling gross. I'm really feeling icky right now. It caused a really big fight. It caused a really, really big fight. And then I started like reevaluating my whole entire life. And I was like, you know what? I never thought he was the one for me, but this is just clarifying that he's not the one for me if he's not gonna wanna take me to Mexico. At least entertain the idea. You know what I mean? At least entertain it and be like, yeah, like we should totally go to Mexico and we end up never going. That's all I'm asking is entertain my ideas. But being like, no, I'm not, I'm not gonna take you to Mexico. Why? Why? Money's a problem. I got it, bitch. What's up? And so it caused me to see a, see a side of myself that I didn't really love. And then when I tried to describe this to my friends and family, they're like, why'd you get the ick? Because the man wouldn't take me to Mexico? That sounds a little bit drastic, if you know what I mean. The fact that he wouldn't take me to Mexico and I'm complaining about it, it was just his persistence of not wanting to take me to Mexico. Lie, motherfucker. Like, if you want to get your dick sucked tonight, lie to me. Yeah, I'll take you to Mexico. Yes, two weeks, four seasons. We're going to fly first class. I would have literally deep throat his dick to a different degree if he had said that. But the persistence of being like, no, 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 we're not going to Mexico. Fuck you. So that's when I realized he was not the one for me. And I got the ick so badly. I was like, this is absolutely disgusting. Why am I talking to this loser? He was a really nice guy. So like, I really shouldn't call him a loser on here. But like, I'm like, that's just, I have men in my DMs offering to fly me wherever I want to go, but you can't take me to Mexico and I'm sucking your dick almost every night. It was a problem for me. And I got the ick immediately. And so when my friends and family started asking, they're like, why don't you like talk to him anymore? Like, why do you have the ick? Why are you ending things? I couldn't be like, well, his persistence in not taking me to Mexico really pissed me the fuck off. They'd be like, you're mentally ill. I was like, he's just really not like a vibe anymore. I don't know really what it is. He's just not a vibe. Um, and then when I did like explain to my mom and I was like, mom, he like will not take me to Mexico. She's like, why do you want to go to Mexico? You don't even have a passport. I know this is like a big fight for a bitch to have when I don't even have my passport right now. That shit is expired. Okay, just the fact that he wouldn't take me to Mexico lost my damn mind. I was like, mom, he literally was just he didn't even lie. Like he should have just lied. I actually would have loved if he lied in that moment. And I would have been excited. I would have been happy if he lied. Okay, but he didn't. 
So that's one instance that I got the ick. Like lost all feelings completely. We're talking for like two months. Didn't feel a thing for him after that. Kind of drastic and weird that I didn't. But that's an instance I got the ick. Not a normal situation whatsoever. This one guy I got the ick from, this was very recent. <laughs> this was like last week. We're talking, vibing. I'm like, I fuck with his energy. I like his energy so much. And I make him play this game. And it's, I make every one of my little whores play this game and it's called the question game where we just go back and forth asking each other questions. I've been vocal on this podcast several times about how I don't like Chris Brown, okay? Love his music. He was somehow the top of my Apple podcast wrapped. I just don't like, I don't like when guys are so defensive about Chris Brown. I find that weird. I find it a little bit of a red flag. So it's me being immature and me being a little bit of a bitch. But anyways, I just like to see the guys that I'm talking to, their standpoint around Chris Brown because he beat Rihanna and different women. He's not a great man. Fire music. I'm not going to lie. Some of the best music ever. But like when you're a diehard Chris Brown fan, it's weird to me. Okay, it's a little bit bizarre. Just like if someone's a diehard Harvey Weinstein fan, I know it's a little bit different because he, I just, if you're going to mistreat women and you're a big fan of that person, it's weird. You know what's even weirder? When you dismiss what he did. So I'm playing the question game. Things are fun and flirty. I think when was like the last time you were in love? And I'm like, literally never in my life. Anyways, and then I'm like, do you like Chris Brown? He's like, yeah. I'm like, ew, you're disgusting. I said that. And he's like, why? I'm like, well, Chris Brown beats women. And he's like, oh my God, he was 19 years old when he did that. Like a little bitch boy. He was like, he was 19 years old when he did that. This caused a full fight. He's like, what? He like beat Rihanna one time and it's a problem. Like they're friends now. I was like, he literally beat the shit out of Rihanna. Her face is horrible. Also, there's photos on the internet of him choking his other ex. So we're getting deep in this fight. I'm sending pictures of Karushi in a headlock. I'm sending pictures of Chris Brown choking this bitch. And I'm like, this is your man? This is your man. I'm Googling court files like it's my job. He's like, you didn't even read the article. I'm like, I read the fucking article, you idiot. He was like, I can't find any of this online. I'm sending screenshots. I'm doing detective work at this point. Why? I don't know. I think I have an issue with being right. But the defense of him liking Chris Brown so much was so gross to me. I was like, you're just you defending him and like wanting to be right in this situation is the biggest turnoff I've ever experienced in my entire life. And like, yeah, like I totally understand people do things at a young age and they shouldn't be held accountable for that or whatever. Like people grow, people change all those things. But like the solid defense of Chris Brown is bizarre to me. Like when men are ready to die for Chris Brown, like, yeah, he beat some women. Admit that. Be like, yeah, he did do some shitty things, but I still fuck with his music. That that that's simple. But being like, I don't see what you did wrong. You're toxic. You're gross. You're weird. I hate it. It literally grosses me out. So like the next day, my friends are like, so how's that guy you've been talking to? Like the new one. And I'm like, oh, you know, I got the ick from him. I'm like, oh, what did he do? You know, normal things like, did he just like not text you back in time? Like, little things like that that would give me the ick. I mean, like, no, like he just was really defending Chris Brown heavy. And they were like, oh, like, what do you mean? I'm like, he just kind of justified Chris Brown's actions and it really grossed me out. And they're like, Oh, yeah, like, I get that. That's really weird. But that gave you the ick. I'm like, uh-huh. Immediately, like, oh, you're weird. I don't fuck with you. That's about it. 
So those are some situations recently that I've that have given me the ick and I'm like, this is weird. But I was thinking, I was doing some self-evaluating and I was like, I think it's really hard for guys to date me because I'm very outspoken and like I'm very independent, like I'm that boss bitch, da, 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 da. And I think that causes me to be more in my masculine energy, being like financially independent, like doing my own shit, all those things. Like I kind of treat the guys that I talk to like they're my girlfriends and I don't mean to. I just haven't met someone who can like offer me more than what I've offered myself, if you know what I mean. Like nobody's really came in my life and impressed me whatsoever dating wise like no one's shown me something I can't show myself in several different ways but I'm always very much in my masculine energy okay so if you're like what are you talking about your masculine energy there's masculine energy and feminine energy so masculine energy is when you're like more of acting like a man I guess just more of being like in control basically just being more in control where feminine energy is like you're a little less in control like you're letting them do stuff letting them plan stuff everything like that right I'm heavy in my masculine energy and it's not a good thing okay it's not a good thing whatsoever I'm treating guys like they're disposable little bitches as they are okay and that's the thing is but I'm trying to get more into my feminine energy because my masculine energy just means like I'm acting a little bit more like a man and I'm not allowing (laughs) I'm not allowing people to come into my life whatsoever okay so recently this realization of me in my masculine energy like so that's definitely something I have to work on is like trying to be in my feminine energy and like not look at every man that I talk to as a complete joke it's gonna be done in therapy ladies and gentlemen like that's the only way how right but this leads me into telling you guys that I'm an empath okay I'm a fucking empath and if you know what an empath is you're probably listening to this going you're the furthest thing from an empath you're actually a psychopath okay no 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 So an empath is someone who can really feel other people's emotions. They're like really sensitive. Me, literally, I'm an empath. I can feel other people's emotions. No, I'm not fucking insane or off drugs right now. I'm literally an empath and we're going to talk about it. But normally empaths are really nice, okay? I am the cuntiest empath you'll ever meet. So like I can feel other people's energy, but I don't give a fuck, okay? Like I can feel when the energy's off. I can feel other people's energy, in the room with them if something's wrong but I don't give a single fuck and that's the problem that I'm a cunty empath and that's an that's an issue okay so I'm very sensitive to people's energy yes I can feel this and I'm like really about it but I don't give a fuck and normally empaths are really caring and super nurturing and sweet I have a weird thing where I simply just do not care so The weirdest thing has been happening to me. And I think it's because I'm an empath. Okay, I'm going to sound fucking insane. But anytime I watch a movie or TV show, I'm really into it. And let's say the actors are like going through something. Like, I swear to you, like, I'm like, I take on their energy a little bit. I'm not fucking nuts. And I know I sound crazy right now. I'm not nuts. Okay. But (laughs) recently, so like, I was watching Entourage and he was taking drugs I have to remind myself that I'm not the ones taking drugs because I start to feel the effect of drugs. Never once in my life have I done drugs. But if I see someone on TV and I'm like really heavy in their energy and I like watching them and they start taking drugs immediately, I'm like, am I high? Am I high right now? 
And I don't know if that's me overthinking being like a little mentally insane or the fact that I'm simply just like a fucking empath, okay? I'm an empath and that's and that's that. And I'm proud to be an empath. But I know I sound fucking nuts and I get that. But I'm just trying to express to you guys like I am a sensitive ass bitch. But I think I've had so many traumas in my life that I build up walls that I just simply don't give a fuck, okay? So let's ignore the part that I said I can kind of feel when people on that are watching TV, they start taking drugs. I'm like, I feel that. I literally feel their drugs they're taking. I feel the blow that they're doing. No, but I have to like pinch myself and be like, bitch, what are you talking about? Okay, it's just I'm a sensitive. I'm sensitive as fuck. So since I can feel other people's energy, I know when someone is mad at me. I can feel it. I know. I'm like, oh, she's probably really mad at me right now. You know, like I can feel that. And not because I'm just in a situation where not even just like simple signs of like someone being mad at me. I'm like, oh, I our, our energies are feeling off. Like I can feel that they're a little mad at me. But I don't give a fuck. I'm going to keep living my life doing what I want to do. And that's where it's becoming a little bit of a problem is that like I'm understanding these people's energy. And normally I should be like, oh, like why are you mad at me? But I'm like, fuck you. Literally fuck all the way off. I don't care about you. That's a problem. That's a very much a problem. So I'm really trying to work on being an empath. And I think it's my superpower knowing how someone feels and not giving a single fuck about them. I think that's pretty powerful. I'm not going to lie. I think that's like a really amazing thing. But um, yeah, I'm going to try and be a little bit of a nicer empath. So last week, I wasn't podcasting. So nobody knows what was happening to me last week. Here's the thing. I have a car. And I hate fucking driving. And I hate driving in the city. I hate it. I hate it. I literally hate it so much. But here's the thing. I dropped merch. You all probably saw that I had merch. I'm living my best life. I'm like high energy. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Like this is the best day. I have to go to the grocery store, whatever. I'm like playing music, living my best life, all those things. I'm coming up the curb in my parking garage. Boom. Crash. I literally crashed the side of my car into the building. Immediately, I'm like, I am not going to let this ruin my mood. I am literally not going to let this ruin my mood whatsoever. Fuck that. I just dropped merch. This is my song playing. So I keep driving up. I'm like, mm, 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 mm. here's the problem. I share the car with my sister. Okay. My sister is intense to say the least. She is very intense. So I know that I cannot tell her I smashed this car because she's going to lose her fucking mind. She's going to be like, why aren't you so stupid? Okay, she already is just so rude. But I like love her to death, but I know she's going to be very pissed off if I tell her I smashed this car. Mind you, I think it's the funniest story in the entire world that I am like, oh, driving my car, living my best life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crash, boom, literal crash. And I'm like, oh no, that's going to leave a mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's so fucking funny. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm FaceTiming, Zooming. I'm actually on a fucking Zoom call with my best friend at the time. And I'm telling her everything. I'm like, I fully smashed the car. Like, I fully smashed the fuck out of the car. Like, this is not going to be good. And I'm like, I cannot tell my sister, okay? My sister's roommate also uses the car, and she had just used the car to go to Wisconsin. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to tell 
my sister that it wasn't me. It must have been her roommate. And then I'm like, that's kind of fucked. You know what I mean? I shouldn't really do that. And I'm like, there's no serious way I can tell my sister I crashed the car without her getting mad. But the way I did tell her was 20 times worse. So I'm on Zoom with my best friend and we're like laughing, having a good time. And I'm very like in a silly, goofy mood. Like I definitely probably shouldn't have brought my sister into the Zoom and told her I crashed the car. But that's exactly what I did. So I'm like in a silly, goofy mood. And she comes on the Zoom and I'm like, wait, sissy, stop. I need to tell you something. This is exactly how I'm talking. I'm like, I literally need to tell you something that happened and it's kind of fucking nuts. And she's like, what is it? I'm like, you swear to God, you cannot be mad. And my best friend's like laughing because like, I don't know why I'm finding this hilarious that I literally smashed the car. And she's like, what? Like, what is it? And I'm like, I was coming up the side of the parking garage and I hit the car a little. I did hit the car a little. She's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, is there any damage? And I'm like, honestly, yeah 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 no honestly yeah there's a lot of damage like no there's some damage she's like what the fuck is wrong with you like you this is why i don't even want you driving the car and i'm like at least i'm safe like i think that's the biggest thing we should all be worried about is like at least i'm fucking safe yeah the car has a couple dents in it but am i safe yes she did not agree with that I'm just going to leave it like that. She did not agree and was like, no, you can literally fuck all the way off and don't even drive the car. Have I drove the car since then? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Another thing happened to me last week. So I was doing my laundry. All is well in my life. I got some laundry detergent on my hands. Must have put my hands in my mouth. My mouth starts getting numb. Losing my mind. I'm like, oh my God, I have to call my mother because I... I just consumed laundry detergent. Am I going to die? So I call her. I'm like, mom, my mouth is numb. I'm not doing well because I just accidentally got some laundry detergent in my mouth. She's like, Olivia, how the fuck do you get laundry detergent in your mouth? I'm like, mom, like, please don't be rude to me in this moment. Like, do I need to call poison control? Like, this is really going to ruin my day. Like, I'm supposed to get my nails done. Why say nails like that? I'm supposed to get my nails done. Like, what the fuck do I do? I literally, I cannot feel my mouth. Like the laundry detergent is numbing my mouth. And then I'm like, oh my God, it's going to my throat. Mom, like my throat is literally closing. And she's like, Olivia, you're fine. You're literally fine. I'm like, mom, like you don't understand like the laundry. I'm dying. So I think I'm dying because I like consume laundry detergent and my mouth is numb. My lips are numb. And I'm like, my throat is starting to close up in my mind. Okay. It was probably just anxiety. My throat was definitely not closing up, but I'm like, I'm dying, mom. And she's like, it is poisonous. As soon as she says that, I go, I need to lay down. This is this is my last day on earth. So then I start contemplating a lot of things in my life because I'm like, I'm at a near-death experience. And then I go, no, I can't be. My psychic told me I was going to live to like 80-something. So like, this isn't my last day. You know, like I got to make the most of my day. I can't just sit here and die. So I get my ass up. I'm like, mom, like, am I going to be okay? She's like, you're literally going to be fine. Nothing's wrong with you. And I'm like, I cannot feel my tongue. Like, imagine not being able to feel your tongue. And she's like, okay, it'll go away in a couple hours. I'm like, should I go to the hospital? And she's like, don't go to the hospital. I'm like, I kind of want to go to the hospital. And she's like, don't go to the hospital. I didn't go to the hospital because I was just like, I don't need the drama right now. I don't need the drama of me going to the hospital and everyone freaking out that I'm in the hospital and then them finding out that it was laundry and detergent and I was just being a little bitch. So... I didn't go to the hospital, but like really that moment, 
I actually thought I was going to die. And I started contemplating my whole life. And I was like, am I happy? No, 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 I am happy. But I'm like, there's so much I'm supposed to be doing. Like, I have to do all these things in life. And she's like, can you fucking relax? this laundry detergent, bitch. Anyways, it's the little story of how um, laundry detergent and don't consume it. Let me just tell you, don't consume it. So everybody knows that I got drugged okay I for some reason I tell everybody I got drugged every single person in my life who's been in my life once I've told them I got drugged I don't know why I don't know why I feel the need to tell literally every single person alive that I was drugged but I do and I cannot stop telling everybody that I was drugged and it's really not great okay I'm telling every single person like I was drugged did you know I was drugged okay the day after my drugging, I posted a photo of me and one of my best friends to my story. And my mom calls me and she's like, Olivia, no wonder you got drugged. You girls are absolutely gorgeous. What the fuck? There's a million ways I'd like people to respond to the drugging. And that is not one of them. Actually, I can't lie. I did feel a little good. I'm like, mom, that sounds a little fucked up of you. She's like, no, I mean, absolutely stunning. Like you girls are stunning. Of course they drugged you. Just like not the best way to go about that, mom. Not really the best way, but is what it is. Is what it is. So we all know Omicron really going around, really not doing well, COVID. I'm not making a joke about this. I call it Omicron because I honestly forgot how you really say it. Omicron? Omicron. Omicron. I at least... This is how my week went last week. I would see a group of people and then I would be a day later and I'd be living my life and I'd be fine. And then I'd get a text in a group chat and it'd be like, hey, I just tested positive for COVID. I'd get my car. I'd run to my local testing facility go get my PCR. And the whole time home, I'd be like, I don't have COVID. I don't have COVID. I don't have COVID. I need to be at Christmas. I don't have COVID. And end up with not having COVID. This happened at least four times to me last week. I absolutely got nose raped by covid tests last week okay losing my fucking mind there's so i'm shoving at one point i'm fully bleeding on the test and they're like don't shove it up that hard i'm like i'm fucking bleeding literally bleeding on the covid test because i'm violated at this point it had to be my fourth test of the week i'm like fully violated every single one of them was negative negative as fuck and I'm getting nose raped every week and having a straight every day and having straight panic attacks because someone that I'm around like tested positive like every single fucking time someone tested positive and I'm like this is so fucking annoying so I got nose raped by COVID tests and it was really annoying the last thing I'm going to talk to you and tell you about is that my exes or ex flingy flings or even my little whores that I haven't talked to in a while are coming back and they thought Christmas was the excuse to do it. Why did I wake up on Christmas morning with Merry Christmas text from all my old hoes? Why? Make it make sense. That's not a good way to slide in at whatsoever. Because then I'm just like, okay, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Fuck, that's literally his name. I can't say that. Merry Christmas, Brad. I would never date a Brad. You could never catch me dating a Brad. But Merry Christmas, Brad. Like, what do you want? And then they know I'm an overthinker. They know I'm an overthinker. So then I'm like, why do they text me? Why do they text me? What do they want from me? And then I'm like, mm. so then they know I'm going to keep the conversation going, which I fucking did. But I swear to you, like holiday times are just the excuses for exes to be like, Merry Christmas. How's the family? Fucking choke. 
Brad, don't ask me how my mom is. She hates you. Just kidding. My mom loves everybody and it's a problem. But don't ask me how my family is. Don't slide in on Christmas. You look like a pussy bitch. Slide in on a random Tuesday and be a man and tell me you miss me and my vagina. Thank you very much. Okay. You guys, that's it for this week's episode. If you want more of me, you can follow me on YouTube. Well, fuck. My God. If you want more of me, you can follow me on Instagram at TikTok at SheIsLivvy. Also on YouTube, it's Livy Bitch. I posted a vlog. Go check out the vlog. I hope everybody got their merch because the merch campaign is now done. And if you didn't get the merch, you're a fucking loser. And that's that. <laughs> okay. Love you. Um, kiss, kiss. Bye. Bye.